0: Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Child Care.
1: Welcome to Inclusion Matters. I'm Priscilla Weigel, Assistant Director at the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm happy today to be here with a dear friend and colleague, Vicki Thrasher Cronin, who has been a part of the early childhood field for 40 plus years. You've been a parent educator, you've been an early childhood educator, a child care provider in multiple settings, and most recently, to our wonderful um, joy, has been part of our coaching team here at the Center for Inclusive Child Care. And today, we're going to really just talk with Vicki, and this will be a part, um, a three-part series, possibly four parts, depending on how much we get through. But Vicky's going to share with us about a setting that she worked with where they really needed to look at their environment and see what they could provide for more physical activity based on the needs of the children in that setting. And just our our discussion will really span the um, idea or discuss the idea of how we as providers, as the grown-ups, can set the stage for success for kids. And I'm so excited to have you with me, Vicki. Thrilled that you're here. And Thank so, you,
0: Priscilla. It's so... I'm so honored to be here to be with you and to have a chance to share with providers and folks in our field.
1: Good. I'm really glad. So can I, to kind of set the stage for our discussion today, um I'd like you to do kind of just that. You uh, we received a call. From this setting that was um, in need of some support, and so maybe if you kind of start there and say what the initial thoughts were of what they needed, and how that kind of changed over time to realize that maybe there were other layers of things that could be addressed.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, it was. It turned out to be a very multi-layered um, experience for me too, um, as a coach upon arrival um, at the site. Um, I had an opportunity to see where, how the classrooms worked, where they how they were located, um, the physicality of the building that they were in and housed in, um, what their outside facilities looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lovely tour with the director,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then I was introduced to the classroom in particular that had asked for some support. Okay, um, we were into early November. Um, of the year at that point, so they really had been going since the third week of September. They had they'd gotten to know their children pretty well. They'd gotten to know the families well, and they were struggling with their demographics. Okay. Okay. They had an overbalance of boys to okay. girls in the classroom, and these particular boys also were highly active, mm-hmm. very verbal hmm. boys. And so they brought quite a challenge to the perspective that we as teachers, um, as care providers, as people who are raising the children, um, have on how you contain this. Yeah. How do you put order mm-hmm. to this uh, big physical behavior or this uh, chest bumping or shoulder bumping that also knocks over others who yeah. really don't want to be knocked over? Mm-hmm. And. Um, it, it gave us some time to start to talk about what our own expectations are as a teacher, provider, caregiver, what when the children arrive, when we see them every day, what are we thinking about? Mm-hmm. What we're going to do with them? Yeah. Um, and how we're going to fit them into the perspective that we hold, the nest that we are holding that says, this is this is this is how it works here. Yeah. And then we get some kids some dynamics that it just doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. how do we begin to see and to open up the perspective yeah of uh changing that so that's uh the the, then then the very next part of this was sitting down and talking with the the teachers in this particular uh classroom and um they both had a fair amount of experience one of them a whole lot Um, still the second one, a lot of experience and they, um, they were, they were trying, there was, this was their first year together. Hmm. I want to be sure to say that both of them, lots of experience, lots of experience with, uh, pre-K, uh, and this was their first year together, mm. and they had this group of people yeah so it really was weighing heavily on their relationship as well sure how were they going to support each other how were they going to get to know each other so they could support each other and then how were they going to um, make this dynamic of eighteen children work yeah. what were they going to what were they going to do about it so we started talking more and more about Expectations, you okay. know, as our as an individual self in the in a room full of children, what am I expecting? Now these were fours and fives, so they were a little bit older, mm-hmm. um, and I think our expectations grow a bit yes. uh, with those pre K kids. We've got a lot of pressure right now on school readiness. Uh, we're, we're expected to think about how we're even parents questions. Yes. Is my child ready to go to kindergarten? Mm -hmm. Or what do I need to do to be sure my child's ready for kindergarten? So we have, um, that parent side of, of things too. So we sat down and we started just making, um, conversation lists of, we just have pieces of paper on the table and we start gathering, thoughts that we had about different parts, because it was hard to just push them apart and in the beginning, mm-hmm. because we hold the whole setting sure. in our minds, mm-hmm. and there's so many pieces to that setting. So we started pushing it out into the pieces and parts of that, talking more about why we had this this way, why we did circle time that way, and... Mm-hmm. Um, What were the struggles specific to circle time or to choice time or to um, the learning time, the time that we really create activities Mm -hmm. uh, to put on the table that we're looking at. Perhaps we're even doing some assessment work. uh, And we want to be able to um, check off those lists that we have to ensure that, that we're really looking at each and every child in the way that we need to um, and you know we they started to become really surprised at um, what how much their expectations were um, created by their past experience interesting.
1: I have a question as you're talking about this too I think the fact that the dynamic is, folks who have experienced separately but now they're together in this new setting that would add another facet to perhaps the challenge to say well this is how I've already always done this and then this is this is how I've always done it. Whereas if it was a team that had played, uh, had been um, working together for a long time, there, there would maybe be on more of the same page. So I like the fact that you all kind of had an opportunity to share the whys and the understanding of Mm. why we're doing it this way
0: so that you could get it out on the table. Yeah. Your wisdom really shows. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, When you're a new team, there's just so much Mm -hmm. and, and you don't, who has the time or necessarily the reflection uh, opportunities to, to think about what what could how could we begin to do this? Yeah it takes that sometimes that outside eye or that third party mm-hmm. uh, someone we know, a coach, but we need someone to help us start to have that conversation and then to look outside the environment, because not only do we have our own way, our own way of knowing, our own practice of doing, we have a constraint of space. Yes. The environment has walls. Yeah. Typically. And if we're outdoors, it has a fence. Mm-hmm. And so it puts up some parameters around what we think we can do. And sometimes that's our worst inner me. Yeah. Because if we started pretending that we could push the walls or we could move the doors, we might find that actually there is some additional space that we could spill into with a small group or a particular activity. In this environment, they also had um, a child care assistant. Oh, okay, so an extra body to help. They did have an extra body to help. So she could stay with one of the teachers, and the other could take a smaller group to a different activity, uh, which is kind of one of the places that we ended up. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, in all seriousness, we often cannot do that. Right. You know, we just have restraints that just keep us right in our own mm-hmm. uh, environment. I think of the times that during the years that I was a family child care provider and um, there was just me. Yeah, and and a whole lot of kids, a whole lot of different ages, and trying to figure out how to make that work and stay within all the guidelines yeah. that we have. But I think my uh, my experience tells me my worst enemy was believing that I couldn't do something else, mm. Mm. and so I, I I think that's one of the things that. Uh, came alive for me in working with this particular site is that we just need to get past. We don't think we can. Yeah. And that's when we went to the director, and said, "Here's what we're thinking. We need to really shuffle how we have the classroom. When the kids arrive, they're full of energy. Yeah. Especially this group of boys, and they need some physical activity." So on good weather days, can we arrive at the playground? Can parents drop off there? Nice. Um, can we have that? Can we have a group that is inside in the classroom, perhaps starting their learning activities? Because they come in, they warm in more slowly. Sure. Um, you know, and then at circle time, we did much of the same. We, okay. we started um, having the circle time with half of the group. And the other half either was at the other half of the classroom or was uh, in in their large motor activity area. Or we actually created a spot outside the door in the hallway mm. for some very specific types of activities okay. uh, for physical development for those bigger, stronger boys.
1: Can we go back just for a minute here on, to the process of coming to all these ideas I'm curious, so you're you're going to the director and sometimes that's super easy and just, oh, sure, whatever you guys need. But then there's also another layer of licensing. There's another layer of this is how we've always done things. What? Something in the hallway? And not to blame directors, but because they have to look at the whole site and say, okay, what do we need for the fire marshal, safety rules, all of those pieces. So I'm curious to know kind of time frame wise when you're when you've come so we started talking about those papers on the table for the brainstorming how long of a process did it take to get to here's our proposal and we'd like to try i mean did you try one thing at a time how did you
0: do that well we did a mixture of things you probably aren't surprised to hear <laughs> we did start with a couple of experiments that didn't take us outside existing parameters okay physical parameters. It took us outside our perception. Nice. Okay. of physical parameters. So that became the change in the classroom. Okay. And it was at that point that we had a special meeting with the director. Okay. We met on a a workshop day that they had. Mm-hmm. We met early. We had an opportunity then to just sit down with her and show her all the papers. So we showed her how we started, how we started our conversation and now some recommendation of things that we wanted to try. We okay. wanted to try things. So, um, we got her on board right away. I mean, we were staying right within our parameters mm-hmm. and it was within the shifting of that classroom that we really figured out it would be better if we could move the walls mm-hmm. you know out mm-hmm. further and and create yet another space and um it then that's when we went to her and started talking too about the physical motor room could we could we look at a different schedule um it's actually a basement area that that was being used for, um, for really large motor running, yeah. uh, games, um, lots of, of music and movement kinds of things. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we were looking at how, how we might utilize that in a, at a different time within the schedule of the day, Okay. Uh, what were the parameters? Because it was a shared space. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a room that was under high demand. Mm-hmm. So we began... Especially to... with winter looming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because now we're into, no you know, later November. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think... Um, this was after Thanksgiving that we had really talked with the director deeply and that she had gotten in the boat with us and said, well, let's see what we can do together. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have constraints to work around. And we all said, yeah, well, we got a lot of those, but let's see what we can do. And, um, and she started to talk with others within the facility to see what could be done, how it would meet with licensing, okay. did it, what kind of safety, et cetera. Okay. Um, so we, we started to grow. Well,
1: I think as we kind of close off this part one, that's very helpful to our listeners to hear the process. Because I think oftentimes, as you said, we're changing our perspective. We're looking at a, a Problem. It's a problem. We can't deny that all these bodies bumping into each other, creating challenging behaviors, creating injuries, all of that, it's a problem. But oftentimes we say, well, we can't, we won't, they won't let us. But what you've done in this situation is you've coached this pair of teachers through a lot of new um, steps. And I'm curious as we close this part to say,
0: I would just like to know so how is this team melding? Oh well, they're they're starting they're starting to come together, okay. They're finding out which one which one has various different strengths. okay, and we're building on those nice. to start.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Well, I look forward to our part two of this series. Vicki, thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, again, if you go to our website, we do have a lot of information on physical play, play in general, just environments, all those things that you need for, for ideas. And that's inclusivechildcare.org. And we'll look forward to part two. Thanks, Vicki. You're welcome.
0: Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.